You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that drive home. I hope it's not too much traffic. Hopefully, you are already at home kicking your feet up so you can join us, get in on this energy. Great song. Andy starting us off right. You are welcome to call at any point uh, if you want to chime in on this conversation, which is a, a pretty good show. You know, we always have great topics for you. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also join us right now in our YouTube chat. I'm going to go over there right now. I'm not in there yet, but I'm about to. I'm going to go over to our YouTube chat because the community over there is just fantastic. I I think we're second to none. (laughs) So go over there. Check us out. KBLA 1580 on our YouTube chat and join into the community. Say hello. And if you're not already, please join us. uh, Follow us on our social media platforms all across the board at KBLA 1580. You should be following me, too, at Robin Ayers. Just because you should. I mean, why wouldn't you? Unless you just don't do social media like that. In which case, I'll forgive you. But if you do do social media, go ahead and follow me. And uh, say hello while you are there. Okay, so... I, I we have there are actually a lot of updates. Some updates I don't even think I have enough to give you. I don't I don't have enough time to give you. But one in particular I do want to tell you about because we've been keeping you abreast of the entire situation. As you know, Anita Baker, Babyface, Twitter, fans, it's all going down. But now uh, Anita Baker, who is on tour right now and once had Babyface along with her, she said, "You know what? I've had enough." She says basically she's been praying about it she says after silently enduring cyber bullying she she basically claims that babyface's fans have been bullying her she says she decided to go on her tour the rest of her tour alone and here comes babyface <laughs> babyface he's handling it very very well by the way he's being very respectful but low key uh, it's funny low key He's, he puts up his post with a broken heart. That is the emoji. It's a broken heart. He says, I am saddened by the news that Anita Baker has decided to remove me from the Songstress tour. It's unfortunate and disheartening to see how things have played out via social media. While I was looking forward to the rest of the dates, I have nothing but love and respect for Anita. And I wish her the best for the remainder of her tour. So he's taking it well. But you know what? Babyface fans. Babyface fans, they don't play. <laughs> there are several of them who are now looking at him saying that he's heartbroken over this. So they, of course, still want to come after Auntie Anita Baker. One specifically would be Tank. If you know Tank, he's the R&B singer, R&B money he represents. And he actually just did the tiny desk backing up Babyface as well. He recently spoke on it. He says that he doesn't like that. Somebody's got to speak on his behalf. So listen, we're again, this is probably the last time I'm going to talk about it because now there is an end in sight. She says she's moving on with the tour and and pretty much that's about it. All right. So uh, wishing all of them well. Babyface is going to continue to do well. And I'm sure Anita Baker will as well. Did also want to give you an update on John Amos, who uh, who says now that he wants everyone who donated to that GoFundMe account that his daughter set up because she claims that he was he had fallen um, victim to elder abuse to to 
being abused and, and taken advantage of. He says he wants that money to be refunded. Again, he does not know why his daughter set that up. He says that his son and him and his son will come and reveal more information along the way. Just give it a little bit of time. So he did give that statement to people. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens from, from there. But it looks like he's really sticking to his guns. He says, I didn't have any part of that. And I want anybody who did donate to that GoFundMe account to be refunded. Lastly, before we move on to what the Raw Report is actually talking about, uh, Jamie Foxx actually did, or someone will say, took to Jamie Foxx's Instagram account. And they posted a movie, an upcoming movie that's going to be on Netflix titled They Cloned Tyrone. And he says it's about to go down. And so uh, that's good news. Number one, he's posting a movie that he'll be in. It, uh, it premieres July 21st, which is great. But number two, he's he seems, if we're to believe that this is coming from Jamie Foxx himself, he seems like he is up and at him. And that right there is excellent news. So I did want to bring you that update as well. Andy, let's go ahead and get to the Raw Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. Let's break it down. Okay, so Marlon Wayans is, uh, <laughs> well, Marlon and United Airlines, they had a little beef. <laughs> we'll tell you what happened and, and who's at fault here. I have my own opinion about this. We have our entertainment contributor who we're going to get to in just a little bit. I'm excited to hear what she has to say. She's always level-headed with these things. She's always always insightful with these things. So uh, maybe I'm tripping. But we will discuss it. Why are Marlon Wayans and United having some sort of uh, having some issues? We'll talk about that and uh, the update or semi-update of a video that he posted today. And who else is entering the chat? Who else is entering this beef? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about Mark Wahlberg, who says that he basically had to stop going to some churches. The man just wanted to worship, okay? He, he had to stop going to some churches. We'll tell you why he said that and what's keeping him and many other celebrities from going to church. This is not a new topic. This is something that I've heard many, many times. Uh, we're just talking about Mark Wahlberg particularly today. And speaking of church, there is a pastor who's reportedly from Houston, Texas, who is going viral now. Uh, he's, he asked someone to stand up, stand up in the pews, and he addressed them in front of the entire congregation we will let you hear what he had to say, talk about what it is that he said, and what the issue is here. We're going to talk about that and so much more on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. And I'm always glad to have with us none other than EUR writer and entertainment correspondent and all these wonderful things, Jill Monroe. Hello to you, Jill. Hi, Robin. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you as well. Let me get your your opinion on this. I have the vote going on in our YouTube chat that says, should Anita Baker, 
a baker, have kicked Babyface off of her tour to protect her peace. What what say you, Jill? I say Auntie Anita seems a little ornery. I don't know. It's probably for Babyface's peace, realistically. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, it's her tour, so she has that right to make that decision. And, I mean, it, the show will go on, but I think it's going to be missing something without Babyface. So. I agree. And it looks, uh, as of right now, it looks like everyone agrees with you. 100% of, of people who voted said that she should not have kicked uh, Babyface off of this tour. So I do hear you. I agree with you on that. And uh, Marcus here says, I think Anita Baker is throwing rocks and hiding her hands with this drama. Good point. But low key, I kind of think Babyface is doing the same thing. He's the one with the little, he knows how his, his fans get down. Clearly, they've already been doing it. They've been coming at Anita Baker and her fans. And uh, he, he comes on with the sad, you know, heartbroken emoji, which I'm sure this is how he feels. I'm sure he's not happy about this whole entire situation, but he could be throwing a little bit of shade. He says that he's not doing that. Of course, the The whole goal is that they're legends and hopefully they would uh, have been able to sit face to face. Like uh, someone in here said they should have sat face to face and, and worked it out for us. So um, we don't know. As of now, it looks like they are just moving on. They are parting ways. But I'm kind of glad to be done with the drama because auntie and uncle, I think they just needed <laughs> they just needed to, you know, have a seat and stop with the, the Twitter beef. <laughs> exactly. They're two legends. We have to respect them. Their careers have spanned the same amount of time. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about um, someone else who is who has a, a longstanding career, by the way. And still rising, still rising, Marlon Wayans. We know him as one of the Wayans brothers, the legendary family that they are. He got himself into sort of a, a beef rival, <laughs> a rivalry with United Airlines over the weekend. It seems that he was going to um, perform in Kansas City. And instead of being able to perform when he went to United Airlines to, to board his flight first class, of course, he says that he was met with one of the agents who told him that he had too many bags. Uh, so he did comply and he consolidated his bags. But one of them said, you still have too many bags. You need to check one of your bags. And instead of checking one of his bags, I don't know if he was tired. I don't know if he just wasn't in the mood, but he moved right past him, went to sit down and security was called on him to be removed. And so... Here's the situation. This is the problem that I'm having with this, Jill. I love Marlon Wayans. Don't get me wrong. I love Marlon Wayans, and I love us as a people. And I usually go really hard for us as a people when it has to do with, like, racism, right? Racism or anything like that. But when it just comes to humanity and public affairs, I'm a fair person. So I look at I look at every side, and just because you're black, just because I love you and I'm a fan of you, doesn't mean that I'm going to side with you. And I'm not sure that I'm siding with Marlon, Marlon Wayans in this situation. Uh, he did take to his his social media, of course, afterwards. And he says, man, the BS I'm experiencing at United is unprecedented BS. People taking advantage of their power. Bro claimed I had too many bags, so I complied and consolidated them. He was like, oh, now you have to check that bag. He said, bye. I'm in, I'm in seat 2A. Come holla. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, 
he's t- he's talking to his fans and he's blasting United. And he goes on to his uh, millions of followers complaining about United. But I don't I don't necessarily see where they were wrong in this situation. Tell me if I'm tripping, Jill. How do you see this entire situation? I mean, I understand exactly what you mean. People are there to do a job. He's not trying to personally target Marlon, we would believe and hope. Um, and that he was just trying to make sure that everything was okay as far as the flight. I guess Marlon felt, well, listen, if you were still going to make me check the bag once I consolidated them, then you should have just said check the bag to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um You know, it's that fine line between sometimes there are some in customer service that maybe puff their chest out a little bit. We can get into ego battles. We weren't there. There's no video, so we don't really know. But it has gone on for an extensive time at this moment. Well, maybe not extensive, but longer than one would think would be necessary. But he doesn't feel like he's gotten the proper response from United. But he says that American and Delta are treating him right. He exactly. Should have been on Delta to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people say. Uh, that's not necessarily the problem that I'm having because I, I've dealt with people who, you know, are, are just having a bad day and they're taking their issues and their mood out on me. I've, I've dealt with that certainly. My issue is that it seems like he's sort of abusing his power. He goes straight to Twitter where he knows he's got millions of followers and people who would back him up or continue to at United to to back him up and so that that's sort of my issue a lot of the times we see this happen multiple times where people have a bad experience and instead of handling it either face to face or taking the blame as they should if they are if they if they are accountable uh, or responsible for things going wayward they will go to their twitter account knowing that they have you know millions or thousands of fans who would back them up and they they sort of abuse their power and sick their dogs after the opponent that's sort of the issue that I have with it so I agree with you where I'm like yeah you you never know like you mentioned there are there are not there's no video or uh any other witnesses that we know of that that have come forward who know exactly what happened in this situation both sides are saying something different but my thing is just don't start sicking your people after the opponent if they're in a weaker situation but you are right he did go and start talking about how um United or Delta rather he's having such a beautiful experience he posted about it let's hear Marlon Wayans talk about his beautiful experience with Delta Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so thank much. You. you guys are so kind. You're so welcome. Thank you. You're we the best. We try to go above and beyond. Oh, and I, I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> great service from great people. They hand out gifts. Yes. Oh. <laughs> thank you. <United. laughs> uh, thank you, Delta guys. I appreciate you. Good people. Of course. I mean, he he's doing that in fun. Um, Am, am I landing a point here, though, in terms of the social media followers? Am I landing a point that, you know, maybe not everything is meant for social media because you know they're going to go after United now? I agree with you, and I understand that um, completely. But I think in this instance, that is the reaction that he wanted. I don't think that he was ignorant of the fact. I think he felt wronged, and that's why he did it. And it's sort of, you know, everyone's discretion because everyone has this device where they can put their message out to the masses without, 
you know, much thought to it. And it's something we battle with all of the time. I mean, sometimes it turns out well if people are really being mistreated. Other times they might be abusing their power. Just kind of have to see how, I guess, the public views the situation and what decision they make. Well, here's how I, I view it. I hear your point on that. And I do believe that that's exactly what he wanted. That's exactly why he went to social media. And that's why all of them do that. They are looking to get that sort of response. Either people saying, I'm no longer using United or or adding United, DMing United or saying that he needs you guys need to refund him or you need to apologize to him or something like that. That's usually how it goes. I remember having a situation uh, this was at a particular retail store. I don't even remember the name of the store, but I did. I had an experience with one of the managers and immediately when I got into, into the car, Jill, I was so upset that I turned on my camera. It wasn't a live stream. I just recorded it and I went in and I, and I told everybody what happened. And in this particular case, I thought I was experiencing some form of racism that was me in my situation I did not mention the store I did not people started to guess because they were so upset for me that they were reading they were reading in the middle like through the lines and they were you know trying to pick apart different things that I was saying the amount of the item and you know certain things that I was saying And I just remember wanting to go on there to express my disappointment with this particular manager of this store and to also give me some feedback to say, am I looking at this? Am I being am I out of line here? Am I being um, too emotional about this? Give me a little bit of your feedback. That's why I went to social media and I posted it. This was a few years, a couple of years ago, a few years ago now. And people, you know, they responded and I got exactly what I needed in that moment. What I did not need was for them to go attack because I I got some people who are riders for me. I'm sure you got some people who are riders for you, too, Jill. (laughs) If you mentioned something online or if you called some people, I'm sure they will go around and they would, you know, be upset for you and do some due diligence for you. Um, But that was the that was how I used it. That this is how I would expect or hope that celebrities who have much bigger platforms than my own and much, you know, more power and resources and all of those things, I would hope that they would use their their platform and their voices as well. So that that's sort of where I'm coming where I'm coming from and how I correlate the two, if that makes sense. No, and it's a very fair point. I just think in this particular instance, Marlon felt like this was the point he wanted to make. <laughs> um, I hope he, you know, finds the resolution he seeks. And, you know, I hope nobody is trying to force that gate agent into any issues as well. So mm-hmm. happy ending for all. Yeah. Well, let's get to a couple of these comments because they are going in here. Uh Pretty Brown Mimi says, if Marlon complied, I don't get it. Marlon, uh, Marcus Atkins says, at airports, TSA is the law and you got to follow it for sure. And at this point, he's past TSA. He is uh, past the security. I think he's literally at the gate. But they are all a part of, of, of you know, the airline staff and should be uh, all of their rules and, and policies should be followed, in my opinion. Um Deborah Chicoa, she says, Marlon is totally wrong. I can't get away with that. Why should he? And that's a good point. Uh, Penny Thompson says, I think Marlon felt entitled. 
And Fahima says, if you feel you are wronged, you will use social media to show your side of the story. That's the point that I just pointed out. I did go to social media. Jill, have you ever gone to social media to voice your opinion about anything personal? Um, I try not to do that. <laughs> I try <laughs> like, not I keep to it all off. Just <laughs> Listen, just for these reasons, exactly. Just because I don't want to get caught up in a moment and be like, oof, I need to take that back. I have, you know... In the past, like early Twitter, there were some things or exchanges. I was like, yeah, this maybe isn't cool. We're going to let cooler heads prevail. Mm -hmm. But I try not to do that because it is not my diary. And in my opinion, <laughs> in most cases, no good can come of it. But yeah. I'm not opposed to how people handle their situations respectfully. Like you said, that's sure. key to, you know, be mindful of the position that you're in as well. Yes, I, I hear you on that. I agree with you. Um, I will say this. Well, forensic accountant says high value clients, high value treatment. I have no problem with that. Well, here is the issue. I don't care how high of a client you are. You don't know what the airline policies are. You don't know weight. You don't know. You don't know any of these things. A lot of people who fly private don't understand they they're like the the flight is all ours you know we should be able to pack on as much as we want any amount of bags and this and that and the other up top below we don't know we don't know how it goes they do they they do this is what their careers are they've built a whole career around this so i just say follow the policies don't don't you know try anything funny just because you are who you are just kind of keep it pushing that's what i say but hey uh we're going to talk about more of this i see you guys still have you're giving your input i'm not mad at it let's keep it going inside our youtube chat uh we're going to talk about this church stuff on the other side uh, you're listening to the raw report right now let's get into some news traffic and sports on kbla talk 1580 what's going on y'all it's your boy little real how are you right now you're listening to kbla talk 1580 that's right the report with robin ayers when we come forward Black. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 welcome welcome if you're just joining us uh, a very spirited conversation around marlon wayans that we're just having right now I, I have a youtube poll up on marlon right now he did not check his bag he said nah bye when he was <laughs> at united airlines trying to catch a flight first class and they were not trying to have it so they called security on him and removed him off of the plane and 79% of you say that he should have just checked his bag like keep it cool man you're going to Kansas City you're about to go perform for the people keep it keep it cute Marlon we love you Marlon but 79% of people say just go ahead and check the bag next time 21% say nah he did the right thing okay well I'm not mad at you for that um let's go ahead and talk back to our contributor today Jill Monroe 
I, I need to know, Jill, we live in Los Angeles. You know, in L.A., you see a celebrity pumping gas at the gas station, getting some apples at the grocery store. It doesn't matter. Where you turn in Los Angeles, you are going to find a celebrity. And just like that, though, when you go to church, there are so many celebrities who go to church because they are just people and they are not working at that time. They are just trying to worship like everybody else. And Mark Wahlberg is the, the latest celebrity who's talking about this. Mark Wahlberg if you didn't know, has moved to Las Vegas. He got out of L.A. Out of He wasn't even founded or grounded in L.A. I don't know where he uh, hailed from, but he's in Las Boston. Vegas. What was that? Boston. He's Boston. from Boston. That's right. That's where he's originally from, right? Well, after he got mm-hmm. into the movies, I don't know where he settled. I don't know if that was Los Angeles. I think he at one point was here in L.A., uh, and decided to go to Las Vegas, but he says um, he says he had to start <laughs> he had to leave several churches. He said I would literally move around from church to church because I would get pitched a lot. And he says I'm not at church looking to find material. I'm trying to find some peace and quiet to, to be able to worship. I can't tell you how many times I've heard of celebrities feeling uncomfortable and not being able to go to to church in peace, either when they walk in or when they're walking out, people trying to take photos or pitch them an idea or when they are just standing there or sitting there in their peace and quiet or during worship when with their hands outstretched and people are staring at them or, you know, trying to sit next to them, a very uncomfortable situation for them. Your thoughts on this and and maybe even ideas or suggestions on how how are these people supposed to go and find a peace and quiet for themselves on, on a Sunday or a Saturday for some, um, you know, to, to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of Hollywood? I think um, it's a difficult position to be in because that is a part of what comes with being a celebrity, especially a film star, especially on the level of someone like Mark Wahlberg. And whereas he had those issues here in L.A. too, he, he did talk about that. But I think that people sometimes forget that these are real life people. And even though this might seem like you're one shot at talking to this person, I think that people need to learn to respect boundaries. And it's hard because they're excited or they want to get this one thing out just this one time. But, you know, it's a respect thing. Yeah, there are uh, celebrities who go to my church right now. And I think at some point, you know, they become it's it's a it's a, a, a regular normalcy to see these people day in and day out and. You know, that's, I think, what they hope, what they ultimately look for. They look for themselves to come. And even though you may be shocked or happy to see them initially, hopefully if you just keep coming, like they're going to keep coming, you can just blow it off and say, you know, oh, such and such goes to my church. And maybe at one point or another, you will have some sort of interaction with them because that's what tends to happen within a church body. You know, all of the members tend to have a, a familial sense with each other after a while. But um, I, I, I hate to I hate to just pass it off and say just because you're a celebrity, that's what comes with the territory. Marcus Atkins says that is the price of being a celebrity. And I, I, I just I hear that. I hear the point And it makes it makes great sense. I just can't sign off on that because they are regular people just who should be able to go worship 
at a place of uh, at a place of worship, just just the same as as we do. It's it's a it's a tough call. I, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree, but I I mean, I think that the majority of people probably do respect those boundaries. I mean, there are churches here in Los Angeles we know that have famous um, attendees, Faithful Central, West Angeles, First AME, all of those at different times. Um, There's new ones. um, I'm blanking on the name. But I think all of them do. And I think for the most part, people are respectful. You're always going to have those outliers. And if it becomes too much, then unfortunately, because you have all of this wealth and fame, something people crave, it might cause you a slight bit of inconvenience in having to find a different church home. But Yeah, very true. Uh, Forensic accountant says, ask Denzel and Pauletta. They used to get bombarded in church. And I know... I've heard I never went to church with them, but I've heard um, Marcus Atkins in YouTube says, can you imagine Beyonce going to church to worship? It would definitely it would be a definite distraction. That is true. Um, Mimi says some people should be safe. Some places should be sacred for famous people and everyday people. Church, family, time, public restrooms. Let them have space. I agree with that. Um, I I just don't know that there's ever going to be an answer for this. This is why you have a lot of famous people who have really solid, close relationships with pastors and pastors will come to them, you know, pray with them at their home or something like Mm -hmm. that. But it's not going to look like a traditional type of worship service, unfortunately. So that part, I guess we are saying that is the price of being a celebrity. Um, While we're talking about church, though, let's go ahead and get to this clip of this pastor who, uh, let me set it up, because in the very beginning, you can hardly make out what he's saying, but he's talking to someone in the congregation. He asked this person to stand up and move over to the aisle, and he is addressing this person in his church. Let's go ahead and play it. So you will stand on this blue pole, yeah, you. You sit on in the aisle, please. Can you leave my church and go put on main clothes? That can you leave and my church and like go put on man clothes? Thank you, Jesus. I, I hold a standard in here. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do on the outside is your business. But I would not let drag queens come in here. And y'all gonna come in here, you're gonna dress like a man. Now, whatever you do on the outside, that's your business. But when you come in this house, if you a man, dress like a man. If you're a woman, you dress like a woman, I'm not going to allow it. My salvation is more important. And God is holding me accountable. Now, whatever you do outside these doors, I don't bash, I don't judge. But when you come in here, you will not be a drag queen. The Holy Ghost tell me in my spirit that it's drag queen sitting here with wigs on. I'm going to ask you to be removed from the sanctuary. Because you cannot, I will not play this game. I'm so bothered. You will not, I don't care if you don't clap and you don't like it, don't You will not be playing weed and heal and fooling people up in here. Come on. Come on. You can fool people, but see. All right. Let's just take a, take a quick breath. Jill, um, this pastor is addressing a person who is allegedly we can't see the person on video addressing a a person who's dressed in drag and he says out there 
meaning outside of the four walls of this church, you can do whatever you want. But in here, I'm not going to let that pass on my watch. I am not. You got to dress like a man when you come in this church. And it bothers me so much because so many people want to make their way to church, including the celebrities like Mark Wahlberg and whomever else. Everybody wants to find a place of worship, find a place that they can go and find peace, find a place where they'll be accepted and loved. And for many people, including those of the trans community, those of the LBGTQ entire uh, uh, community, they're not finding that peace outside the church. So they go to the church. And here is this pastor who says, I'm going to turn. He's in front of the entire congregation. And what really bothers me and hits my soul is you start hearing all the congregations and the, the congregants talking about, amen, pastor, amen, and, and, and praising him for the words that he's saying to this person. I got to give it to you, Jill. Let's uh, Let's hear what you have to say on this matter. I mean, this is very unfortunate. I feel like even if that is the way that you feel, you know, like let's just that's the way you feel. You you don't want to move on that. You are always supposed to leave someone with their dignity. And as a man of the church, I feel like you could have done that a different way if you just had to say and get that message out. I feel like there is no reason to call this person out in the middle of the service. That serves no purpose, and it's just dehumanizing, you know? I think that that is really unfortunate that that happened. Yeah, uh, definitely. Fahima Sex says, I think the pastor should have spoken to the person privately. The pastor doesn't know the person's situation. 100%. Um, that, That to me is only one of the issues. Part of my issue is that you would say something like that in the first place. That you would turn someone away who is looking for the love of God and came to your place of worship. And that and you would say something like that, whether in private or public. Andy, go ahead and, and chime in. Andy was talking about, oh, I'm not here to judge and this, that, and the third. But you're doing it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Andy made a good point. I mean, this is exactly why everybody is leaving the church. All the young people are leaving the church. Um They're trying to sort of recalibrate at this point, trying to figure out what to do to get everybody leveled again and bringing them back to to a place of worship. But you've got people like this and people who are uh, shunning people away. It is it is a horrible, a horrible thing. I hear all of you guys inside of your um, inside the YouTube chat. Terry Tari says preacher politely ask him what what is his or her or what is his pronouns first? Uh, Penny Thompson says this pastor should go back to studying the Bible. Absolutely. Jesus would not have turned him away. Amen on that. MJ Scott. Ouch. That's a shame. Father God, help us all. I agree. And uh, Jill, I definitely agree with you as well. Sad thing is, again, when so many people are just trying to make it to church, there are so many reasons why they just can't attend. Um. Another great show with you, as always. You're always giving me great insight, and you're enlightening me. Sometimes you be bringing me down. I mean, you be you be talking me off, <laughs> talking me off, because I be ready to go in, Jill. So thank you so much. Uh, let let everybody know again where they can find you online. You can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Thank you so much, Robin. I love talking with you every week, and let's do it again next week.
Always my pleasure. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. And when we come forward, we have who? Ooh, <laughs> who's got next? And what not to miss on the other side? You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. My community. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Uh, I also want to say thank you guys for um, jumping in on that topic of the church and the pastor. And yeah, we all agree. I don't know who this man is, by the way. I don't know if I would have given him any credit anyway, but um, Definitely appreciate all of you guys. Make sure that you are liking the video. Make sure that you are subscribing as well. Subscribing to our YouTube channel. Make sure that you are able to uh, get notifications when we go live. Who doesn't want that, right? The reminders. Sometimes you don't want to remind yourself. You want the, <laughs> the notification to remind you. So go ahead and do that right there. All right. Let's talk about who's got next. This this guy. He's pretty cool. His name is Kaleem Taylor, and this is called By My Side. Check it out. Daddy says I'm no good for you, but the flowers ain't for him. Your mother says I'm so good for you. Now I see where you get it There ain't enough sky for rain to fall from That wouldn't drench me first There ain't enough that your heart wants from for That I won't show us wrong Whoever like doesn't care Wish that sky was half as clear Whoever tried to convince you Probably hoped you wouldn't be here by my side You wouldn't be here by my side Things that surface And I don't have a choice I'm worried that if things keep circling You might not see the point There ain't a story that I've kept from you Don't listen to a tale Cause up before you help me get to The man I am right now Whoever lied doesn't care Survive, 
By my side. It seems like y'all are feeling it. Forensic accountant said a grown man singing. Marcus Atkins says, wow, he's got a great voice. Yes, yes, yes. Penny Thompson says, very nice. Kaleem Taylor, a vibe. Uh, definitely Pretty Brown Mimi says, Kareem, Kaleem Taylor is a sexy vibe. I agree. That is definitely a, a nice little vibe there. Um, what I don't want you to miss, okay, sorry for anybody who's not in L.A., but I can tell you that this particular organization is not just in L.A. They're all around our country, in fact, so you should check them out. The name of the company of the organization is called So Far Sounds. So Far Sounds brings intimate live music to unique venues around the world. So not just the nation, around the world, if you happen to be listening <laughs> outside of the U.S., um, I've attended some of their events before, and I can tell you they bring all kinds of eclectic artists and beautiful music to a lot of these different nice venues. And it's just an intimate vibe. It's just really, really nice. This one in particular that's happening this weekend is happening in Malibu, uh, Sunday, June 18th at 730 so if you're anywhere, if, even if you're not close to Malibu per se, but you're in the Los Angeles area, Malibu is just nice little, you know, nice little ride of PCH. Go ahead and, and make that little trek if you are interested in So Far Sounds. You don't know who the artists are going to be, but you might want to get your tickets now because anytime these events go, it's starting to become a very well-known thing. So if you are interested, go ahead and check them out. You can go to do la.com so dola.com i was gonna say dola but I, I i caught myself at that moment you know that wouldn't have been real smart it's do la.com you see how i'm smart andy i'm smart okay dola.com uh it's a fantastic show with you guys i appreciate you so much um you already know who's up next that's gonna be zoe williams uh, the voice of reason. He's always coming with the fire show. This one in particular that is happening tonight. Let's see what he's talking about. Uh, he says. <clears throat> it's a hot like fire show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the topic tonight is beauty as a virus. How can the attention of attractive individuals be perceived as a commodity in a transactional society? Come on, y'all. Y'all know he's hitting you with the heat. Listen, it's been great. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.